I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Classic line. But you guys can do better, okay? So I want you to come up with an action one-liner that makes less sense than that and sounds more badass than that. Ryan, go. You better shut your Choco Taco hole or I'm going to bring out the Bulgarian special. (laughs) James? That's way better than mine. (laughs) It's three days from Tuesday and the rent's overdue. If it's an ass whooping you're looking for, I got the number to 411 right here. (laughs) Steven is pointing at his fist. Thank Uh, you. uh, Steven and James, I'm going to give you each zero points. Ryan, I'm going to give you four points. Oh, wow. I killed that one. (laughs) Right here, Ryan. Right Uh, here. Steven, I'm going to give you one. All right. (laughs) Really? Because yours was weird. James, yours... Yours wasn't that odd. Okay. James's it, it, was, it was badass, but it didn't have... James it met one of the criteria. James's was a Beatles song. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of From Under a Rock... I'm Ryan Evans. I'm James McAnally. I'm Steven Zarita. I'm Michael... <laughs> Steven L- Zarita. Steven the Zarita. Steven the Zarita. And this is the podcast where we're dedicated to taking you out from under the rock on movies you should have seen by now. Featuring Steven the Zarita. <laughs> the Zarita. I'm Steven oh. the Zarita. I kind of like Zarita. <laughs> if I'm Steven the Zarita, I'm like... Objectively, last alphabetically forever. It's two Z's. I have to be last. Like every week in the challenge, well, I have to be last. No, but what if someone's last name is literally just the sound of you sleeping? Just all Z's? Just all Z's. Uh, I got to go you, Rowdy Piper and beat. take them out. Wow. Their parents got bored while they were naming them. Yeah. Well, they picked <laughs> their last name. Right. I'm going to give you a point. That was funny. <laughs> What movie did we watch this week? Michael? We watched They Live, a 1987 John 1988 John Carpenter movie starring Rowdy Roddy Piper, rest in peace, uh, and Keith David, and Keith David, and uh, it awake is, and war. If you, you can take it, Ryan, just just go. What? No, I was just Keith David's not dead. Is all I was saying. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's true. He lives. <laughs> not they live he lives uh, <laughs> no you don't have to give I'm gonna me. give you another zero point okay <laughs> good you know that's that's not nothing well it is nothing. it is nothing it's, it's, it's literally, literally nothing. It, it's, it means nothing but it's, it's not, not a nothing. synopsis go uh, I'm just gonna read off the back of the box <laughs> horror master John you Carpenter didn't just watch it directs this heart pounding thriller in which aliens are systematically gaining control of the earth by masquerading as humans and lulling the public into submission humanity's last chance lies with a lone drifter who stumbles upon a harrowing discovery a unique pair of sunglasses that reveals the terrifying and deadly truth now this box calls this movie heart pounding and I will tell you exactly what rhythm <laughs> <laughs> that heart was pounding Wow, Ryan, you like just led an orchestra. I'm going to give you a point. I think Ryan's going to win this week. I'm going to give James and Ryan a point for going along with it. Oh, come on. Well, I guess James kind of led a little bit. <laughs> Wait, you meant Stephen and James? Yes. A point. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we all got one. Oh, yeah. Ryan's got a lot more, but we got James. I, 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 call, I call Stephen Ryan Ryan's already sometimes. way ahead. Yeah, I did go along with my own thing too. <laughs> why? Why yeah, is this, this? Why is this one a much a must see? A much see. A well, much sorry, I just needed. want to explain oh, yes. my thing just then. This go this movie's it. soundtrack was yeah. uh, incessantly. It was one song played incessantly <laughs> for. Would you say sixty percent of the the movie? Of I would the, say the movie's it, No, it had a couple songs. Three but, songs. But three. three were they, they were all in the same key. Yeah, and they I'm, were all. I'm saying the similar. one song was. Had three parts that they just looped. Well, James on. Cameron, yeah. they're very had, similar. Or not James Cameron. Uh, John, John Carpenter. Carpenter had a uh, music Ooh. credit, uh, so there, yeah. that might explain. He, it. I'm going to learn how to play keyboard for this movie on a Casio. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> he also um, did the music for Halloween, 
which has a very iconic theme. Yeah, yeah. actually. Was that all? No, no, no. Wait, what was Steven? That's not a song. That's sound effects. No, I know, but that's like in a different... That's a different horror movie. I got it mixed up. So I, I consider this movie a uh, must-see and a classic. One, because, I mean, John Carpenter makes great movies, and all of his movies are up there in the realm of must-see. Uh, this one, in particular, uh, there's a fight scene in it that I absolutely love. Um, the uh, subliminal messages are kind of iconic, uh, like the Obey messages I've seen pop up in pop culture. My favorite was... Uh, on the money, this is your god. Yes. Mm. Yeah, there, there's so much from this movie that... They get, like, kind of religious and existential. Yeah. <laughs> which mm-hmm. is not in any of their other subliminal messaging. Which is interesting because they don't really quite touch on it, but they they do mention that there's a, a signal going out that kind of helps these aliens take over the world. But are people subconsciously seeing these overt messages and it's just being masked over by whatever ad like they're they're literally yeah i think so i think it's um uh yeah the advertisements are plastered over this uh the signal which is embedding itself in their minds okay which is kind of scary because they picked ads and, and images that are relevant to the theme and then you start to think Oh, people have been telling us too that this money is our god because we already put so much value in it, and the the picture of the the woman sunbathing on the beach, nice high five there, Michael, does pretty much tell you to reproduce. It's you know sex sells. So this movie kind of makes you think about the real world, consumerism also, and shit. Speaking of sex, if this cells, even is the real world, they, they waited till the very last scene to give us some boobs, second to last shot. Yeah, but nice. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for putting that in, yeah. John. Johnny boy. Johnny. <laughs> I would put it in. So I first saw this um, last year, I think. Yeah, it was sometime last year. Uh, they had a special double feature screening of Halloween, and they live with a Q&A with John Carpenter afterwards. That's right. I think you mentioned it on another, when we did Big Trouble in Little China, you mentioned going Oh, that's to see right, him. yeah. Yeah. I, I think I did. And he, he talked about... They live, of course, and people, uh, there were a lot of, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, so stop me, but um, a lot of film student-y kind of people stood up, because we're in Los right. Angeles, you, you're just going to get those types, especially at a screening of, a John Carpenter attended screening, and a lot of filmy types stood up and asked him, you know, what uh, what sort of message were you trying to convey with the subliminal messaging, and basically John Carpenter was just like, I don't know. I just thought it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he didn't think he was touching on something deeper there. Nah, I don't. Um, he he might have known he was touching on something deeper, but it wasn't to bring about any sort of change. Or yeah, he did. He didn't like really that. have he a was, message. He was just kind of no, like, "This he, helps the movie. Yeah. This would be a fun story." He just thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see that. That's, Thank that's God our exactly, world isn't actually like that. <laughs> and you know, he's he's famous for abandoning his Halloween franchise because yeah. um it got too uh, because studio. the, the studios yeah. wanted to pump out all these sequels and he ended up you know making did he make Halloween 3? Um, I think I think he I forget where he I stopped. think 3 was the last one he made which had nothing to do with Michael Myers or this the Halloween right. story yeah, at all. Yeah. Um did John that Hart, one bomb though? Huh? Did that one bomb though because it might have I, uh, I don't know Guys, I haven't seen the Halloween movies. Really? Just throwing that out I've there. I've only seen the I've first only seen, one. yeah, the first one myself. Um, but yeah, I definitely get the sense that even today he just is a filmmaker who want, makes what he wants to make and just does it for fun mm-hmm. and tells his fun little stories. And, and I admire that because... He doesn't particularly care about what people think about it. Yeah, but you can tell that he... he he wants to make each movie that he's making because it's fun to him. And every movie of his that I've seen has, you know, I can see his passion in it. He cares about it. And those are some of my favorite types of movies to watch. So I really enjoyed watching this and it kind of, 
okay, yeah, maybe he wasn't meaning to affect a greater change, but it is a really good comment on society that, okay, maybe there aren't aliens taking over, but there are kind of a lot of these subliminal messages going around and similar types of agendas to keep a certain status quo and separation of rich and poor and and haves and have-nots. So I thought this was a great story to put into a movie. Nice little social critique. Yeah, very. Um, at least very on nice. Western civilization, yeah. especially. Um, the capitalist society and all that. Um, that's interesting, though, actually. I wasn't sure how, like, staunch in his belief he might be over that sort of uh, critique. But it sounds like it had a little levity to it, I guess. And, I mean, really, this whole movie is, like, I don't know how seriously to take it sometimes because it's just like it feels like um like a sort of campy action flick at times and then at other times it feels a little more deep um but i think the overall feel is something fun i I feel like it feels like it's uh big trouble in little china if that movie got depressed yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it definitely feels like that it's very it's a very slow start Mm -hmm. it takes a while i I think it's a very slow like entire thing i'm okay with it but i i do think it's a you know what else it takes time rodney roddy piper's walk that entire movie (laughs) every time he used to walk from one place to another it's just like laborious steps Shuffles. forward yeah <laughs> just... frank i i gotta go talk to someone all right so by this point he's taken like maybe three steps <laughs> so <laughs> and she's about a good eight steps away yeah, so <laughs> it takes a little while actually you know what it was really jarring when Holly threw him out the window because that's the fastest you see a move. That the was movie. that like com- like the first time I watched this. Not, he didn't want to move that fast. No. That was crazy. Like he hits the ground, and for like a couple minutes, he's kind of just shocked from like, "Wow, what just happened?" I can't even process that speed. More than thirty miles an hour. This is why I don't have a car. She wasn't too particularly fast either. She just hits him over the the head, and he has no way of defending against that. So, what do you think about the idea of? So, like, you make this discovery that there are aliens living among us, and very soon after, you take a shotgun into a bank and are just gunning them down. Yeah, it, he, he it escalates quite quickly after that point. He's like, yeah. yes. It's almost like he, like, had this, like, killer instinct inside of him this whole time, and then he's, like, finally has an excuse to let it out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, oh, thank God I, I can was, kill these people indiscriminately. because... I mean, on one hand, the movie was so slow. I was glad that it all of a sudden picked up really quick because I think it needed to. I was getting I was getting bored at that point, and then it, you know finally starts shooting things and fighting cops. But at the same time, I was wondering at the beginning. It seems like this guy. Well, okay. Well, was it the WWE when he was in it? What was it called? Or was it WWF? WWF. WWF. You know, he's a, he's a he was a WWF wrestler. This guy's known as you know for action and fighting. So I'm thinking, oh, I bet his character has a backstory where he used to fight or or, or something, and that you know made him an outcast in society. Maybe he got in a fight and he lost his job, and he's just got this killer instinct. But we don't get too much of that. But he definitely does seem to have a killer instinct because he has no problem at all just picking up a bunch of guns. In fact, there's a lot of scenes where he and Frank are in a, a warehouse secret meeting. And they're just w- walking around with guns like held up, ready to shoot. And you, it's like, no, you're you're safe now. You know, you should probably put the safeties on. By the way, put those down. Yeah, but they're just ready they to go because then a wall exploded and an entire firing squad came in. I feel like because uh, like. What is his name? Nada? Mm-hmm. Nada. Nada was talking to Holly, and I feel like it was the screenwriter just like, ah, just fucking move on to the next thing. Because, <laughs> like, she starts to talk, and that's when the the wall explodes. It's like he couldn't think of, like, a couple of lines of dialogue for, like, meaningful conversation before just blowing up half the place. That's probably fair. Yeah, so the... Uh, the probably the most most famous scene in the movie is when he first puts on the sunglasses and walks around outside and mm-hmm. sees all the messages. Uh, and I, I really do question his decision making at that point, where he doesn't know how many of these things there are. And he doesn't know if he's or how many people know the secret. Um, but I feel like if I were him, I would think that that secret would be a big advantage. 
mm-hmm. if yeah. I were to actually oh, yeah. feel like uh, fighting or turning the tables or exposing the secret. But he literally walks into a store and starts yelling about how ugly that lady you is. You look like you fell into a cheese dip back in 1957. It's very obvious that he is not thinking very far ahead. Yeah. And he's used to just speaking his mind. Yeah. And that's why he got fired. Going he would with just the flow. Tell his boss, man, you're ugly. He's the you're hero. Fired. We, he's the hero we needed. Well, it's kind of funny too because I don't, I don't know. If he, <laughs> is there a name for the secret society who who those who see? I don't know, but you know who I'm talking about. They have the secret meeting in the okay. warehouse. They're even like telling that. like, "Hey, just play along, go with it," you know, so they don't know you know. And here he is, he, like, he hey, doesn't know how you look like you fell in some formaldehyde. We, we need to bide our time. <laughs> it's like, we need to make sure they know they they don't know how many of us Actually, know the secret. Her someone should do like a. A, a re-editing of this where they just like sh- you hear her words and then you just show like the bank shooting spree and like all this stuff that not is doing yeah like intercut people with low it. profile and <laughs> um yeah uh he, he gets actionable pretty quickly and it helps the pace of the movie but it's also like yeah this guy kind of jumped over like so many steps and just went straight to like oh they're evil they're the they're the enemy and he yeah. kind of has a hollow character for it. He's portrayed as just your basic blue collar good guy. And they portray just about everybody, all the poor people in this movie as that. Like they even have this uh, slum where all the, the poor people live, everybody who's homeless. And it's kind of an idealized one where everyone's just kind of nice. They got a TV somehow. They got electricity. There's all this food. And obviously these are the good guys. But then it, it's a very stark contrast to the evil rich aliens and all the all the secret society stuff they're trying to do to take over the world but yeah you you just get okay this guy's a good guy and he likes to fight the bad guys there's nothing it's, in between it's fairly two dimensional um speaking of fighting the alley fight <laughs> the alley fight the completely unnecessary alley fight with frank <laughs> it is not that necessary but it is one of the best, like, just brawls that you see in a movie. It's not it, like these guys are trained fighters and it's like, yeah, it, they, they are just kind of drags on a little it, bit, it drags. much like it's, much like some other aspects of it's this a movie. Very long me. fight. There's literally a point in the middle. Well, the fight ends with him just Frank is unconscious and he puts the glasses on him. So Frank opens his eyes and sees. There's a point in the middle where Frank, it's the exact same situation and he instead puts the glasses in his hand and then Frank throws them and then the fight keeps going. And every, I mean, that part especially was completely unnecessary, but most of it was, think, I was thinking, why, why are they fighting? He's going about this the completely wrong way. Just honestly, if he had asked him nicely, like, hey, hey, I think these have really a scratch good. to you. I think, this, I think these yeah. would look really good yeah. on you. I think you'd have a good <laughs> yes. time in these. Hey, thanks for that money. You know, uh, here, take these. It's the least I could do. Yes. Oh, thanks, man. I know you just killed a bunch of people. Did they ever take that money, by the way? Or did you just I leave assume it on so, because the they, uh, <laughs> they, they had the hotel room, oh, yeah, and neither of them true. have a lot of money, so I assume they used what they had. Pooled their resources. Yeah, that seems like a Carpenterian style of writing, where uh, the motivations definitely didn't fit the scene. Yeah, no, you not know, at it, all. It definitely it wasn't enough motivation to actually get them to fight. Especially, like, I could but, understand, like, maybe one or two punches, like, being thrown between the two of them, but, like, but yeah, they're, they're whole, like, they were, like, fighting to kill. The whole yeah. WWF style. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the stakes are just way too high. Although, I will say, I did really like the, the bit low. where he, like, throws the two by four into the, the like, the oh, back sorry. windshield. He's like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. And it's he's not like, like, that was his car. Motherfucker, and, like, breaks off the, the beer bottle. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you have a WWF wrestler in your movie, you have to have that scene, but uh, it could have been somewhere else. Yes, but you know? Like with a cop, maybe he fights a cop and he loses his gun and they just brawl. It almost seems like um, like they forgot to include one at some point yeah. and then they were like, oh man, I guess we need to, we're almost done shooting this movie. We gotta... <laughs> well, I could imagine it might be but like... all we have is this alley scene where Keith David puts on the sunglasses. <laughs> I Willingly. Can... Well, what if he really doesn't want to? <laughs> yeah, I love for some it. reason. Yeah. Well, I could imagine that it's like um, the script was done, and then 
like John Carpenter picked it up and then they realized that they had Roddy Piper and they're like, oh shit, well, we're going to have to like put some, like we're going to have to put like an extended fight scene somewhere in here. We're going to have to have him do a backdrop suplex on someone (laughs) and have that person do it to him. Yeah. (laughs) I noticed that they did some of the, uh, I mean, is there a term for that backdrop? I mean, I mean, obviously backdrop suplex, but like all those fall things, what do you call that? I mean, all those fall things. Very fun. Like grapples? Grapples. The grapple throws. The throws. You got to I mean, throw those Most throws. of them were just, they threw each other down. That too. It was a pretty like, what do you dirty call, brawl. What oh, do you yeah. call that when you've got somebody pinned on the ground and you just keep ramming your knee into their groin? Yeah. What do you <laughs> call that a, one, Michael? <laughs> that was like what's, 20 what's seconds. The technical term uh, pinning them and, and <laughs> kneeing them in the groin. Oh, yeah. That's the name? Yeah, that's it. That's called the... Um, <laughs> Uh, the Choco Taco hole. I call that the egg beater. <laughs> what's what's like the thing where the, the SWAT team knocks down your door? The battering, battering, battering yeah. ram. Yeah. That's a move, though. That's a different move. Uh, I like that one, though. Um, yeah. Uh, so, interesting little factoid about uh, this movie. Uh, that brawl led to uh, Roddy Piper. He returned to WWF in... Uh, 1996. Uh, so a good eight years after this movie, and he had a WrestleMania match with a guy named Gold Dust, and uh, it was it took place in California, so they had a Hollywood backlot brawl, which was essentially a non like not working around cameras and stuff like that to like make sure it's safe. They just almost recreated it, but like in real time. Whoa! Yeah, it's really cool. Were there sunglasses? Uh, yeah, no. the, the, the goal, the like the, the objective, <laughs> was to get your other your opponent to wear a pair of sunglasses. No. <laughs> Can you imagine if UFC instead of knocking your opponent out or them tapping, the goal is to put sunglasses like, on, or <laughs> to put some article of clothing, some, like a tie, something embarrassing, yeah. like a necklace. Or... You're not dressed enough. <laughs> Ronda Rousey is the fastest. Yeah, at, baby at, bonnet. Yeah, you need to make them shake a rattle. Yeah. I would watch the crap out of UFC if that's if that <laughs> was. The case. So amazing! I would love this if UFC junkie was like, "Did you see how fast they did that, man? Did you see how fast he put that thong on him? <laughs> that, <laughs> that technique. We're gonna go to the replay, and that's where he put the diaper and pinned it closed. <laughs> that should be at least be a special event, like the uh, was it the Rumble of Roses, the the, oh, the yeah. one with all the ladies, yeah, yeah. they all getting the ring together. I think that's. I think what you, you showed us that at me? WrestleMania. You made me watch yeah. it. The Rumble of Roses? I've never heard that. Remember term. when, like, Rosie Rumble. 12 or <laughs> yeah, Rosie 12 plus Rumble. Yeah, they had, they the had a, whatever that was. Just a 14 person match. That's oh, 12 plus. I was <sighs> close. Yeah. I thought there was a name for it. Something about roses. Mm. It was the Vicky Guerrero Invitational. That, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roses. Not bad. <laughs> you had a. You had a. A thought about that? No, okay. I, just, I was just saying <laughs> there should be like there should be article clothing in editions. D- in yeah, the wrestling uh, federation. Back in like when wrestling was a lot trashier uh, in like the late nineties, early two thousands, uh, they would have bra and panties matches where like the girls had to like strip each other down to bra and panties. Well, there you go. Just play that. In but reverse. that's the opposite. Yeah, but that would the, be a yeah, lot less interesting. Of what I, I mean, I'm okay with it, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, that would be fun to like. You just hit, you, you hit a... rewind and watch them dress each other. <laughs> <laughs> you just watch the whole thing in reverse. Like, oh yeah, that's the good stuff. <laughs> Get clothed. So you picked this movie because of uh, Roddy Piper's death recently. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of him in this movie? I guess did you? I mean, I think the writing for the character is pretty weak. Uh-huh. I think he does just fine with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the performance. He's not really a trained actor, but he is a very he's good, the, he's natural believable, performer. Yeah. yeah. He's I, the kind of person that I would I would like to see in that role, you know? Yeah. I thought like, you were going to see in more... I thought you were going to say see in more movies. And I was oh, no. Like, um, <laughs> like in, in the wrestling world, he is regarded as one of the most naturally charismatic guys of all time. Mm. Yeah. Um, I can totally see. Yeah. yeah. He, you said uh, at the hotel you work at, you he came in one day and... He had to leave because y'all didn't have a room for him. Yeah. But he just based off your story, 
he came off as very cool and charismatic and you got to meet your hero and now that i realize it um he did walk very slowly (laughs) (laughs) you said that too yeah maybe they were like maybe that's just his thing like John Carpenter was like, okay, can we move it along, please? We got a lot of shooting to do. And he's like, all right, I'm, I'm working as fast as I can. This movie's going to be 80 minutes if I don't do this. So we're going to shoot for 100. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did like, as I mean, Keith David is just a fantastic actor. And, and even considering, like, he's so cool. I was, yeah. you know, like thinking of what some of his lines might have looked like on paper. And they're kind of also a little two dimensional. But I think he did really well with them. With what uh, he was given. Yeah, yeah. With what he was given. And, uh, and I. He's just a phenomenal actor in, in general. And one thing that I think actually really stands out in this movie uh, that may go unnoticed is, uh, and and it's all to the actor's credit, um, there's a lot of body language that tells a lot more of the story than the words do. Yeah. Frank is really great at kind of shoving Nada away. Not literally shoving, but, you know, that kind of get away from me motion before he puts on the glasses. So he's a moody teenage girl. Get away from me. You're not my <laughs> friend. My room. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that actually. Um, I, I would have liked to see more of Holly's character. I would have liked to have an actual conversation yeah. with Holly because like half the time <laughs> they just get interrupted, get interrupted by someone crashing through a window <laughs> or, or a like wall, blowing yeah. a wall up or I think just was, getting shot. I think John Carpenter was just like, I don't know how to write women. Uh, well, the I, thing how do is I get just completely here? men, that yeah. movie, the thing. It is. Yeah. And then Big Trouble in Little China, the women are literally just exposition and we got to get this woman to low pan. We yeah. got to get these two women to low pan. I guess it's something that the woman that he did write wasn't just a uh, love interest, you know? It yeah. started to... I, I wonder if like it would go there first. for a second it did, and then she threw him through a window. I think the idea was <laughs> to just turn, turn yeah. that into a twist, yeah. you know, turn your expectations of a romance into a twist like that. Even I mean, s- there was the promise of it early on, and then the promise of it again when she came back, and then finally uh, she shoots Frank, and that's like, oh, man, that's not cool. That kind of solidifies the fact that this yeah. isn't a love interest. <laughs> but, like, no, I... Uh, yep, you would, you would think that throwing through a <laughs> yeah. window would solidify it. Oh, no, he was fine. <laughs> and even um, still, he's asking hey uh what you where's doing holly Where, where's holly have you seen holly and i'm thinking what what are you after man <laughs> like she obviously yeah, doesn't you have, like you she threw you, you through have more a window. important things <laughs> about here, well like right? can i just say that when he shoots <clears throat> when nada shoots holly that was the, like the the least convincing death i think i've ever seen like she just like it looks like she just like has an uh, uh, like is surprised for a second and then falls back yeah right now. i actually <laughs> just hit my head on the wall behind me she looks like she like uh, surprised herself with a fart, and, yeah, like, <laughs> and like I, I gotta uh, leave. Died of embarrassment, and then did her impression of a fainting goat. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like it looked like she. I would have liked to see the aftermath because it looked like she fell straight back down the, the stairway, stairs. and that would have been hilarious to watch. <laughs> but instead, it was just like her whoop and, out of uh, frame. You're a little vindictive. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. It would have been. Yeah, it would have. I mean, this movie ends on a boob shot. That's like hilarious. Second to last, it, it ends on a guy. Hey, baby, what's the matter? Yeah. <laughs> so that's not a boob shot. That's an alien. That's a naked He's alien He's a shot. boob, but she has boobs. You're dumb. <laughs> Minus a point. Yay. I'm going for an all-time low. Um, <laughs> can I just say, for, uh, for me personally, this movie's ending uh, is quite weak, in my yeah. opinion. I, um, I think him sacrificing uh not a sacrificing himself um so that the world can know the truth was uh was pretty cool but specifically the boob shot and <laughs> the, the last line of the movie it just feels like um just something it it's there. something that yeah it's something it's it's a pretty immature in, way to end a movie yeah yes yeah. yeah i mean it was kind of getting to something there because once he got to the roof, I was thinking, okay, what are all the possible ways this could end? Well, one, he fails and the aliens keep control and it just keeps accelerating, accelerating, and the rich get richer and the aliens get stronger. Uh, or B, he saves the day and everybody's happy. Perfect Hollywood ending. But I don't think it would should go that way. They should, I'm have, glad had it a, think they should have had a whole bunch of people hoisting him up on their shoulders and then they dumped Gatorade on him. <laughs> like, we did it, coach. I think, and you guys can correct me if I'm just uh, way off base here. Um, it seems like that moment is going for something like uh, Mars Attacks, like P- 
parody style yeah. thing where the rest of the movie didn't really pretty serious hold, yeah uh, well at, at first like the first couple there. shots of the aftermath of destroying the signal is oh okay people are going to rise up because now everybody can see yeah. they see the anchors like on that. tv oh wow what's up with that and it's on a couple channels okay so a lot of people will see this oh they can see the aliens in real life now okay this is really going to start the change that they need but yeah, and then it, and then there's kind of a funny joke where you know George Romero and John Carpenter got to stop making these sexual films, and then the very next shot is the woman like stopping in the middle of sex and being like, "What?" <laughs> so yeah, it, it did. I mean, yeah, it's fun to reference yourself, but in a movie like this, uh, he had an opportunity to end on something kind of artistic or something. I, I would have preferred to see something like. Um... Like the like, underground, like move. more boobs, like, like more boobs. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never have enough. No, I would, I would have liked to see something more with the, um, the underground movement. Like they kind of get wiped out. Like, oh yeah, as soon as they're discovered. <laughs> like it would have been really cool. Like if they had been like, all right, here's the plan. And but then, to like, be fair, they were like, put away your gates. guns. You're safe here. Yeah. So they didn't have to fence. Well, well I mean, I think th- that whole part seemed to me like, like. The screenwriter was running out of ideas. The, there was opportunity for a whole Pacific Rim style. Uh, we are the last bastion of hope for our species, and yeah. like a, a motivational speech from maybe Roddy, maybe Keith David, whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then an actual fight with the aliens mm-hmm. instead of just them getting massacred. Yeah, they, they get massacred, and then it's up to Roddy and uh, and Keith. I think that's just a product of the 80s, though. I yeah, mean, the no, 80s like is the, the macho, soul hero. It's a macho yeah. action hero. And then that 90s, in the 90s, we got that whole, like, we're in this together. If we band together, we can take them down. It's just kind of the product of the decade. Yeah. yeah. I suppose that's true. Is it, it Braveheart was 90s, right? It was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, that, that movie has a big. It. You haven't I have, seen Braveheart? You know that because you've almost picked it a couple times. Oh, I forgot about because it. Because of me. And then you haven't yet. Sorry, you guys want to rate this sucker? I'm I'm down. I'm down. Down to rate. Who wants to go first? I can go first. You can go first. I will go first. Um, I'm not a huge John Carpenter fan. I'll say I liked Big Trouble a lot, but yeah, obviously I haven't seen all of his movies. Mm-hmm. But Halloween and this movie are a little weaker. In my opinion, yeah. I'm actually I'm not that big on Halloween either. Um, yeah, this movie specifically though is very slow, like we were saying, not just walking speed, but just pacing wise and storytelling. Um, very slow. The soundtrack is <laughs> the same. Is it's it's really something. It's there, <laughs> and it lets you know it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, plot wise, it's, it's an interesting idea and I like a lot of the stuff that it plays around with, especially with the sunglasses scene, the big reveal. Um, but overall it's just kind of pretty one note and kind of weak. Uh, I'm going to give it a C minus. Wow. I'll go next. Um, <clears throat> I agree with Ryan. Um, I, I this was the second time I watched it, and I think I enjoyed it a little less um, this time around, just because I kind of knew what to expect. Uh, and by knowing what to expect, it made the dragging parts drag longer. Um, there were some good, like the 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 alley scene, even though that also dra- uh, dragged on, was still fun to watch. Um, and of course, you've got the good one-liners like life's a bitch and brother she's in heat or something (laughs) jesus christ dude um so i don't know like it's it's tough to to judge because um i have a difficult time kind of it's tough to judge because that that could have been a one yeah it's tough to judge because I'm all out I'm of all about the fudge. I'm all out of fudge. I'm all about that fudge. About that fudge. No, and that's caramel. when Keith David caramel. goes. Get away! From me. Um, I will give this one a C plus. This movie, yeah, it 
I, I really do love the social commentary. I think that's the strongest part of it. And I think everybody acts great in it. It, it kind of strikes me as a TV movie. It's just, it's a movie. It's there. The soundtrack's nothing special. The action's nothing special. There's nothing visually really big. I mean, once you get a really good look at the makeup. There's like, boobs. We're forgetting there's boobs, guys. I'm going to bump my... <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody bump it up a full letter grade. <laughs> I'm going to give it a double D. <laughs> Wait, what? That's lower. Wait, do they add up? Is that like a <laughs> like double a D is like a, like a B, like a D. Oh, okay. But I mean, yeah, it's kind of a slightly better than TV movie. Whoa. Social commentary is nice, <laughs> but it is still slow pacing wise and pacing and story structure is such a big part of the movie. So I'm going to also go with a C plus. Well, they don't call it a B movie for no reason. Um, Maybe they do because we all gave it C's. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, yeah, it it's not a great movie. It is a classic role for uh, Roddy Piper. It is a cult classic for sure. Um, yeah, first time I saw it, I remember being like, I feel like I'm supposed to like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I did. And I did. It is and interesting. I did. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's an enjoyable movie, and I think it's one of those things where you have to see it once, and then, like, the good parts of the movie can, and, and, like, the imagery. I, I love, like, the simplicity of, like, the alien design and stuff like that and, and the subliminal message posters and stuff like that. Very Dia that. de los Muertos, the aliens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, as a wrestling fan, that fight scene will always have a place in my heart. Uh, so there is enough in this movie for me to like, you know, give it a recommendation. It's not an award winning or like, you know, it's not going to be the type of movie that people put as like their all time favorite movie. Um, Some people do. Well, they're wrong. It's, it's stuck around. Longer. They need to see more movies because it's not my favorite movie and I'm the one who picked it. Oh, okay. Um, but I like it enough to give it a B minus. Why is it that on the back of the DVD or the Blu-ray it says by Scream Factory, but in the text it says by Shout Factory? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that question. Why would you ask a question? They're sister companies. <laughs> What's our aggregate? You got rating? a C plus. C plus. Okay. So my real question though is, he after discovering the aliens and killing a couple cops, he accidentally backs into his ba- into a bank with a shotgun yeah he turns he realizes what he's done and then he delivers this super corny line about bubble gum like no matter what you just discovered <laughs> like you just discovered aliens are living among us or whatever like you still must realize what you just did you just walked into a bank with a gun you must know how that why does he even say the line the, that's I, my question the, why does i don't he understand i don't understand why that it became line, such a memorable line because his delivery is not that great no, of the it either delivery was not good it's it's definitely the, every he time even doubts the line the as he's line, saying it every time <laughs> because there is no right way to line, say it they do it better than every he time did. i've heard people quote that line they they give it a little like badass spin but he doesn't do that at all he's just i have come here God, this why does he stupid. say that? Why so, does he say well, that's that? The kind of, that's the kind of line that, like, you walk into a place with determination and say, you don't back I, into a place accidentally and say that. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, and this is completely true. The first time I saw this movie, I didn't expect that. And he said it. And I, like, laughed and farted at the same time <laughs> because i had such a like physical reaction a bodily you reaction yeah. you larded yeah i larded yeah um yeah that's a little bit about me guys <laughs> well so i did neither of those things it's a time for a challenge Challenge to the bone. We're going to hope it's not bad. We're going to make it good. Good dab. But first, let's go over our point standings. Ryan has six. Steven has two. James has a whopping... Zero. I have stopped. Hey, that's not nothing, except it is. I've stopped so many of my normal references to hold on to those two. You have no idea. By the way, 
because your point total is the same as the name of the protagonist of this movie, I'm going to give you. Th- <laughs> I'm going to give you three points. Oh, no. Wow! You should have given him another zero, just for I, nada, guys. Know? I called. I called like null before I <laughs> went into the podcast. <laughs> I was like, if I end, it's if like it you're gets, space. Yeah, as if I get to the challenge and I've got zero points, I get like a huge payback. <laughs> <laughs> and for the and for the sake of. Your contributions to the discussion, Stephen. I'm going to give you two points. Yeah. Ryan, you have enough of a lead. <laughs> Coming for you, Ryan. All right, all right. So now we're at three for James, four for Stephen, six for Ryan. And your challenge. Challenge. Don't, don't, challenge. We did it. Challenge. We did it already. Challenge. Challenge. You have all individually stumbled across an item that has made you aware of the existence of aliens living among us, a la Nada's glasses. What was that thing that allowed you to discover them, and what is their agenda? James. I'll go first. <clears throat> let me get into character here. I'm going to give you a point for let me, let me walk. Let me walk <laughs> from the doorway real quick. Don't, bam, don't bam, test. Don't bam, test. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guys. Guys, I, I don't know who else to talk to. Hey, man, you get away from me. Hold on. Hold on. Just shut, calm down, Stephen. Shut your mouth. Calm down, Stephen. I, I I, found something the other day. Um, I was looking in the back of my cabinet because there was this girl over, and uh, I, we were going to, you know, get to that point. And uh, I was looking for a condom, and I, and I couldn't find one except way in the back of the cabinet. So way in the back I reach, put it on. Oh, my God. This woman looked like something you've never like it like I think she was an alien. I think she was an alien. I I don't know how to explain it, but I'm gonna need you guys to put on this used condom real quick. No, just, don't stop. <laughs> yes, no, please. No, like, get your hands on. off no, me. Put, put bam. Yeah. Steven, I'm trying to help you. Hey, put on this used condom. But, hey, I swear I don't have anything. Uh, she might have but Steven, will you hey, at least James, get hard for this? James, I'll put it on uh, can you just come bring it to me over here by this window though? Yeah, sure. That's that's uh, wait a second. Oh, <laughs> Sliding down the hills. Yeah, of I'm okay. The San Fernando Valley. <laughs> I don't know how I was going to put on the condom anyway. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> you don't have an agenda? Oh, sorry. The agenda is that uh, that aliens are trying to sleep with male humans, and uh, well, I found out about their plot. Who can blame? What them? was their plot? To, to have genetic material from male humans. What are you not getting about this, Michael? Your agenda's weak, but the first part of it was great. <laughs> and I told myself if anyone picked a condom, I was going to give them 10 points. And you did. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So I'm going to give you 10 points. Okay. I'll go next. Oh, uh, and f- I'll give you a point and you two points. Who is you? Uh, Ryan one point and Stephen two points for their contributions. All right, James's thing, thing, <laughs> whatever that was. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I'll go next since I already said it. All right, Steven. I was walking around Silicon Valley when I bumped into a guy. Dropped my phone. I picked it back up. I'm pretty sure I picked up his phone though. It's one of those fancy developer phones. Uh, I didn't notice anything at first, but I opened up my Instagram filters and there's this new filter. And when I turn it on, I can see whoever I've just taken a picture of. Some of them look like aliens. No, you and get right out of here. No, look here. Look, take a selfie with me, James. Okay. All right. I, I, no, I don't want to take a selfie with me. No, no, no. no, no I, don't, I, I don't do selfies. It's a no, I don't do selfies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really, I don't do selfies. What's your tag? No, what's your I, tag I, don't have a, I don't have an Instagram. McDoodles? No. All right. I, I just I tagged. Have, I'm going to tag you. I don't you have an Instagram. Steven, would you just drop it? All right, no, now see, you're fine, but I'm scrolling through my feet. Do you see that? That's oh. messed up. Oh my goodness! And it's the popular ones. I think aliens have come over to create a new type of celebrity using social media. Let me think see about that. it. Let me see these that. phones. We're addicted to them. I think you. Uh, I think you might be onto something here, Stephen. <laughs> no, that's all right. I have a whole garbage can full of like. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> hey, can you show me that garbage can? No. No, all right. But the problem is, I've been trying to all tell right. everybody. Got one that can see. Oh, we no. Can... <laughs> I've been trying to tell everybody about this by posting the pictures, but people just keep saying it's Photoshop. So all the Instagram superstars are going to stay there and 
keep getting more likes and I'm just going to be here. I also keep flagging them as inappropriate. Yeah. My my posts are yeah, theirs. Yours. My posts. Let me take a picture of you here. No, you don't have to. Oh my gosh, she's to. one of them. No, I'm not. <laughs> don't make stuff up. The it's end. Literally the entire exercise is making stuff up. So. <laughs> uh, it was clever. Uh, I'll give you seven points. Oh, that was way more than I thought I'd get. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to give James two points for making me laugh doing that. Sweet. Ryan. <clears throat> Let me get into character real quick here. <sighs> okay. If I laugh, fart. <laughs> you win. You got this it's thing unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So the weirdest thing happened. Yeah. When I was when I stepped into the ring. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? You know, I was just you know continuing my wrestling career as usual. Okay. But uh, I decided, you know, I've been I've been really working out lately, and uh, you know, I really wanted you know the crowd seems to. To like me a lot already, but uh, I figure I'll, I'll show off my my awesome new body, you know, my my workout body. So I get in the ring. Oh yeah, it's hot. And I I take off my shirt, and then I look around. I've never taken my shirt off before. <laughs> <laughs> before now, I yeah, look that's around. gross. I kind of like it though. <laughs> Wait, are you are you both women? You, yes, we're, we're both uh, women in this. I'm, I'm, I'm okay, not. I'm yeah. just here. He's, he's, he's like your reflection. Actually, I am a woman. I take off my shirt and I look around at the crowd and it seems to be about, you know, about 20% of them or so are these alien looking people. No way. Yeah, like. Yeah, way. Like Dia de los Muertos kind of shit, man. Oh my God, you're it freaking me out. crazy. Yeah, yeah. No. Here, just take off your shirt. No, I don't. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, no, you, no. Just no, here, I don't step, in, step into the ring with me and take off your shirt. I. Uh, I don't know. I can't. Here, I can't God, possibly. You, you come in here too. Come on. I, Let's all I'm take off our shirts. Him. I'll take yeah. off my shirt. <laughs> you stupid right, slut. We should do it together. All right, guy. Good job. <laughs> I mean, no one really wanted me to. I just wanted to feel included. I don't see what you're seeing, though. All right. You ladies, know what? Ladies, Whatever. Let's just do it. Ladies, he's he's one of them. Take off your shirts so you can see it. Oh. Oh my goodness. Oh, I mean, oh my look, goodness. look how ugly he is oh. with his shirt off. Oh. Look how oh. hairy and bolt he is. He's got beautiful be boobs alien. have been exposed. This to, was a mistake. To an alien. This was a mistake, man. I'm not an alien. I just have body issues. It oh, took wow. a lot of confidence for me to get to this point, okay? And you're just pushing me off to the side. See, I told you they're coming. They they came down to our planet to to try and just, shame us I, into uh, into uh, shame us out of our healthy, attractive bodies. I, I think that I think make, that, they want us to wear shirts all the time. I think that you're just looking at people with skin diseases. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she, they want to shame us into wearing <laughs> shirts. <laughs> uh, I will give you. I'll go with 10 points for that. Wow. Wow. Nice. You put some glasses on there, James. What do you see? Hold on. Everything, but it's a little blurry. Steven, I'm going to give you two points for being the, the gross one. Yeah. James, I'm going to give you two points just for calling Stephen a slut. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Stephen. You, you were talking about my character, Yeah, right. right. Oh, okay. Your yeah, character. No, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's what they usually mean when they tell me that. My character. I'm going to take away two points for apologizing. <laughs> Which means that you lost by one to Ryan. <laughs> wow. I was not expecting to get anywhere close to Ryan, so that is. You would have won if you didn't apologize. If you didn't, if you just owned calling Stephen a slut, you'd have won. Actually, I called you a slut, but you redirected it to him. Yeah, I don't hear insults. I wasn't expecting my challenge to come close to the condom thing. I thought that was great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's way goes. You you appeal to the wrestling fan in me, but also the idea that you had never taken your shirt off (laughs) really tickled me. (laughs) Did you fart? No. No. Okay. Well, guys, I guess that makes me the winner. Woo! 
Don't don't be an ass about it. Yeah. Golf clap. Um, question for you, for you all. Has everyone here seen The Jerk? Nope. 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 None of you have. Full D rock. I've, se- I've seen the first like 15 minutes of it. Okay. Well, we are going to watch the entire thing this time. Not not just the first 15 minutes? <laughs> nope. We're going to watch the whole movie. <laughs> or can we watch everything after the first 15 minutes so it's like I've only watched it once? Well, you, you can just show up 15 minutes late. So like regular? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh Next week we will be watching The Jerk, Steve Martin's The Jerk. I love also, Steve Martin. Also, Stephen's nickname. Stephen Steuben. His <laughs> namesake. The Jerk. No. no. Is it spelled the same? <laughs> it is, right? Steve Martin. Steve Martin and Steven. Martin Steven, yeah. and Steven yeah. Oh, I thought you meant well, the, his the movie The Jerk Steve and the way Martin. we spell The Jerk when we call Stephen a jerk. Is that spelled the same? That's stupid. Uh, write us in. Let us know your thoughts. Um, well, make sure you watch The Jerk. First of all, if you haven't seen it, you you owe it to yourself to watch The Jerk. And if you have, watch it again, because I'm sure you love it. Uh, write us in, fuarock at gmail.com. Tweet us at Podcast. Check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash from under a rock. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes, be sure to rate and review us. We really like hearing back from you guys. Five-star review. Or a four star. I mean, whatever you feel we deserve, honestly. But I like, don't know why it would be less than five, honestly. But <laughs> I could see a three, depending on which episode not a four, they listen though. to. No, a three Threes or and five. five. A three or five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't give us a four star review, please. Stephen, what's going on with Hyperdrive lately? It's uh, we haven't really checked in with you for a little bit here. So I was at Target yesterday, and I was at the cash cool. register, <laughs> and the guy looks up and he says, "Hey." You look familiar. Do you do Power Rangers videos? And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) He was like, oh, man, you haven't done a video in a while. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. So, hey, shout out, Mark. Uh, You're cool. Thank you for recognizing me. You made my day. But also, uh, for any of you wondering what's with the lack of videos lately, I've been editing the remaining interviews from Power Morphicon so I can upload them all at once. That way, Michael, and Michael, you've been talking about skits you want to write, and I've wanted to write some skits in a while. It's been about over a year since we've done it. So we can get back to you know the narrative comedy a little bit sooner that way. So the content's coming. Just hold on tight. Cool. Good stuff. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> did you did you shill our podcast to him at all? I was honestly on Cloud Nine. Like, no. He is subscribed, though. So yeah, if he watches our videos, he's, he's probably yeah. seen Challenge. He said to give him a shout out. So, hey, Mark, you rock. I don't think this is where he wanted the shout out. I think he <laughs> wanted it on a Power Rangers video. Yeah, no, I'm gonna do it twice. <laughs> <laughs> For one recognition, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know man. Steven. You would have to go back and he would have to recognize you again. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just keep an eye out for But him. you would have to be in disguise. Oh. Uh, like, he has to look really hard at me. You have to have a Power Rangers helmet on. And he has and, to recognize And no you. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> As a character. Yeah, right. A character. Like, when they kick me out of Target, they're kicking out my, my character. <laughs> it's like, you can't kick me out, man. <laughs> you don't own me, man. You own my character. I don't know. I'm just spouting on garbage that's gonna do it for, this for another episode. episode of from under let's go around the rock. let's go around the table oh, okay one last time i'm james mcanally i'm steven stupid the burp suburban zarita the jerk nailed it good job steve i'm michael ornella and i'm ryan evans thank you once again for joining us for another episode from under rock i come from a rock down under does anyone know the song i'm writing? Land down under, or just down under by minimum. Yeah, I was on the radio. Okay. I don't think those are.